The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom. But I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. And, you know, I've been thinking a lot about moms today. And what I wanted to say that is specifically for you, I hope you've tuned into the show for a reason today or tuned into our podcast or wherever you're at. I want it to be a real help to your life today. It's why we do this show, because mothering matters. You matter as a mother and you matter as a woman. And we want to be here to support that because there's so much media out there that completely disregards the role of mom. We actually talk a lot about the breakdown of the family in the in America we also talk about the crisis that it's causing in the lives of children and marriages and in our American culture. But we have to change the messaging about family and about motherhood if we're going to change our culture. And that is why Channel Mom exists. We exist to honor and to promote moms in the position of motherhood. We exist to tell moms, even if the world doesn't recognize you as important, we do. And we want to help you with your important job. That's what I believe the calling is of Channel Mom. So I'm always looking for guests that will inspire a mom, inform a mom, equip a mom to be even better at what she does. And today we've got a guest on the show who's going to take us through the top 10 myths of motherhood. I think you're going to be fascinated by these. I think you're going to breathe a sigh of relief when you find out some of the lies you've been, been believing are incorrect. And uh, we're going to help you with ways to overcome the myths in your life and the negative impact that it might be having in your life to believe these things. Plus, we've got a fun feature on home improvement and buying and selling your home, a really uh, savvy piece of advice about what is coming down the pike in the real estate market. Uh, and also to help you with, you know, improve your home value. I think you're going to find it all helpful. Okay, but first, we want to get to these top 10 myths. Uh, I have the co-author of the book, Ruth Schwank, here today. She's the creator of TheBetterMom.com, and also along with her husband, For the Family, which I love because that's what we're for, too, ForTheFamily.org. Of course, she's a mom herself. Uh, she and the co-author, Karen, either Eamon or Eamon, and she can tell me that, uh, have some hilarious stories in here. Here's a, here's a little bit from the back. Uh, think she keeps, well, first it says, you know, do you want to know the secret for being a great mom? Think she keeps house like June Cleaver. I'm not sure everybody in our audience knows who June Cleaver is, but cooks like a Food Network star and actually does all the things that she pins to her Pinterest boards. Oh, and all the while calmly raising her kids without ever raising her voice. Yeah, right. And and it's so true that we've got all these myths that make us feel like bad mommies, and we're going to correct them today and help you. So welcome to Channel Mom, Ruth. We're so glad to have you. Thank you. So great to be here. Good. Okay, uh, Chris is going to do a little drum roll for us. Um, so go ahead with that drum roll right before we read the 10 myths of motherhood.
There it is. I feel like David Letterman. (laughs) Number one, mothering is natural, easy, and instinctive. Oh, so instinctive for me myself. The way that I mother is right and is, is the right and only way. That's number two. Number three, I am, quote, unquote, just a mom. Number four, motherhood is all consuming and all fulfilling. Number five, a good mother can do it all, all at once. Number six, and remember, these are lies. These are myths. These are not true. Number six, motherhood is a rat race. Number seven, motherhood is the luck of the draw. Number eight, everything depends on me, and boy, do a lot of moms feel like that. Number nine, I have to do it all right, or my child will turn out wrong. And I know there's some moms driving through the, uh, down, you know, on the highway today, feeling bad about what they've done wrong and what's going to happen to their child. Number ten, my child's bad choice means I'm a bad mom. And I went through that just recently. So Ruth, you uh, take some of the chapters, and Karen takes some of the others. I want to touch on some of the ones that you take on because I know you want to talk about them. Is it okay if I start with the I'm just a mom? Sure. Because I talk about that a lot on this show. And you heard the introduction to my show. And the fact is that when I was on TV, people would, you know, say, can I have your autograph? And, oh, my gosh, I saw you on the news. Whoop-de-doo. But when I became, quote, unquote, just a mom in their eyes, I was no longer important. And I think we have it so flipped in this country that we're honoring certain positions over motherhood that makes moms feel like what they're doing as a mom is really not that important. And as a result, I think many moms turn away from it. Like, they, you know, they give more attention to other things like dieting or having a great big fat house or making a big salary or whatever it is. And I'm not saying those things are bad. I'm just saying we, we so just a mom moms that we're hurting our culture. So talk about that. Yeah, I I completely agree. I think um I think it's an issue that all moms struggle with. Um you know, I remember when I was uh, a younger mom, my kids are are grown now um into their teens and I'm not holding babies anymore, but I remember when they were babies and I found myself uh just scrambling to keep it all together. And in the midst of what I would call chaos, um, I began to question, you know, does this even matter what I'm doing? So I think we, we ask ourselves that question. We might ask God that question, you know, God, what do you have me doing here? Yeah. And then we wonder, is this all that you have for me? Um, does it matter? Am I making a difference? And so I think it is something that all moms struggle with to one degree or another. And I think, you know, definitely moms are not viewed as that important in society. We elevate um, people who we see as successful in a, a job or hum, with how much money they make or what they drive or wear. So I, I completely agree. Yeah. I was identifying with those questions because I actually left my TV career to to stay home and I had the luxury and not everybody has that luxury. But I asked myself all those questions you just repeated, every single one. And and that makes me sad because, in fact, you know, we should have a whole, you know, channel. That's why we started this to say, moms, oh, my goodness, your job is so important. Let us tell you how important you are, because I think they're going to do it better. So tell moms, how do they get over that myth? I'm just a mom. Well, for me, I mean, honestly, when I really found myself struggling in that during those years that I was just talking about, 
I um, came across a book that talked about uh, motherhood and the mission of motherhood. And so I think when we start to, when we have a shift in our perspective and we realize that we are raising uh, children who will be light, love, and truth to a dark world, it changes everything. Um, There's actually a purpose behind what I'm doing. And although sometimes it seems monotonous and you're doing the same thing over and over again, if you keep that in the forefront of your mind, I think that's when you realize the huge role that you play really in society by raising children who will love God in the world. Yeah. I mean, you could be raising the next Abraham Lincoln, and he talks a lot about how important his mom's um, approach to raising him you know, shaped him and, and then thus shaped our country. I mean, that's so huge. If a mom can get her head around that, that, that she could be contributing to the, to the nation by the way that she raises her child, you know? Yeah. Okay. So let's take another one that you tackled. Uh, motherhood is a rat race. <laughs> Talk about that. Well, this is really funny. My kids have a hamster and um, I don't know how I got talked into having a hamster yeah. in the first place because for the longest time that wasn't happening. But um, we got this hamster, and um, its name is Ginger. And um, what I realized is every realized is that every night when I got in bed after a long day, I would take this like deep breath. Finally, you know, there was quiet, and I would slowly start to fall asleep. And at about that time, um, Ginger. She would wake up. Yes, and she'd, she'd go over and over and over and over again on her wheel, wouldn't you she? You know exactly what yes. I was going to say. Absolutely, she starts running on that wheel, and that thing squeaks over and over and over again. Well, one night I was lying there, and it hit me that that was me. I was running just like Ginger all day, every day, going nonstop. And so I think we as moms think that we are trapped in that race, and there's no way out. And that's kind of where this myth even was developed. Yeah, motherhood is a rat race. So, And I know just about every mother I know feels that way, that I I just can't make it stop. And then they feel bad because their kids' lives are passing them by, like they're going to be out of the house in no time flat. You and I both have teens, Mm -hmm. and it feels like that. So how does she step out of that myth and not feel like she's in a rat race? Yeah, I think it's – I think – First of all, it's seeing time as sacred. And so realizing that we really need to number our days, not so that we live in fear, but that we can live more faithfully. And when we count our days, we, they, we really make them count. And so um, it's, it's taking time to step back, look at those priorities in your life. What are the things that are the most important to you? And for me, what I do then is I create a schedule around those priorities. And I I realize it's okay to say no, first Mm -hmm, of all. mm -hmm. I know so many of us struggle with that. I want to be a part of everything. Yeah. (laughs) And um, also uh, just realizing that your children don't have to necessarily be a part of everything. I think that helps us step back from that rat race as well. Yeah. Um, In in the next, you know, 45 seconds, because we've got to go to break here soon, um, Tell, tell me, how do you set priorities that makes you learn, i got to say no to that because that's really not one of our priorities? Yeah, for me, basically what I did is I took some time to just be by myself in quiet and, and wrote down the things that were most important to me, and that was spending time with God, working on my marriage, spending time with my kids, 
um, and having time um, to take care of my home, those were the most important things. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think just taking time alone, I know that's hard to find, but that's where it all begins. And just being honest with yourself and where you're at and how you can make those priorities um, the very first uh, priorities of every single day. Yeah, it can shape your decisions for you and your kids. And so then you can say no to bringing a dish to the neighborhood potluck because you think, yeah, that's not one of our top priorities, you know. Exactly. Um, so exactly. that's good. I like it. All right. Ruth's going to return with us. She is the author, I neglected to say the name of her book, the author of Hoodwinked, 10 Myths Moms Believe and Why We All Need to Knock It Off. The name of the book is Hoodwinked, uh, and she's the co-author, Ruth Schwank. She's going to return with us. Um, and I, I, I am curious about some of the other myths that Ruth is going to talk about coming up and how she can help you to get over them. In particular, I have to do it all right or my child will turn out wrong. I think that's huge for moms. And a lot of moms also worry about my child's bad choice means I'm a bad mom. So we can touch on a couple of these coming back and hopefully help you to get over the guilt and feel better about your motherhood. Coming back with Channel Mom. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Jenny from Channel Mom. And if you'd like a savvy real estate tip for winter, listen to Michelle Walters. If you're thinking about buying a home, now is a great time to start. The Fed is probably going to raise interest rates continually over the next few months. So get that mortgage rate locked in now. Awesome advice. Hey, if you want to check out Michelle, go to SuburbanDenverProperties.com. That's SuburbanDenverProperties.com, where she makes it her mission to find you your real dream home. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, if you are going to Breckenridge through the mountains or that area, please stop by the Cutthroat Cafe. Very down-home cooking, wonderful place run by my friend Chip. I would love if you'd stop in and have some of their down-home cooking. Okay, we are back with the author, co-author of Hoodwinked, Ruth Schwank. She has 10 myths that moms believe. And the subtitle is, and why we all need to knock it off. We need to stop believing these so we don't walk around with guilt and shame and feeling bad about our motherhood. We need to take a step up and learn how to to push these aside and and get better. By the way, the forward of the book is by Candace Cameron Burr. Uh, You may know her as a well-known actress. Okay, welcome back to the show, Ruth. Thank you. Let's touch on a couple more myths that some moms I know are probably struggling with deeply in our audience. And one of them is, and I believe this is the one that you touched on as opposed to Karen, I have to do it all right or my child will turn out wrong. Talk about that. Yeah, you know, first of all, I have to say here that this myth that we believe, it isn't that we shouldn't ask ourselves maybe the question, am I doing it right? Um, this is important for us to pay attention to. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, it doesn't depend on us. Um, and that's where we need to find our identity in God and yes. trust in Him and what His plan is for our child. But again, I think it can actually be a healthy thing to ask ourselves the question, am I doing this right or wrong? Um, because it's a process for all of us in mothering. We are all in this together. We're learning. We're growing. How can you not grow through the process? Um, so it isn't, you know, motherhood's just luck of the draw, give it your best shot. Um, it definitely is an intentional day-by-day living out um, of God's mission to raise our children. Um, however, again, it's not all up to us. Right. It isn't. And I think prayer is a huge part of mothering. And I think what you're trying to say with this myth is, 
just because you've had a bad day or you have done something wrong doesn't mean that your child's going to turn out horribly. Because I know a lot of moms carry that guilt around and you're sort of absolving them with this chapter and saying it's okay to ask the question, but don't carry the guilt around if you've made a bad choice as a mother. Right. Um, and yeah, I also- we, we often say, um, we use the quote that we raise our children on our knees. And I think that's, you know, we're doing the best we can. And obviously um, with as uh, much uh, being intentional, um, but again, it's not all up to us. Yeah. Yeah. And they do have a design and a purpose and a plan. And I sometimes have to step back and honor that. Right. Um, I do love that you point out something that is one of my favorite things to talk about. You say in the chapter about I have to do it all right or my child will turn out wrong, which is a myth. Um, are you parenting to find your worth? And I think so often in parenting, we respond to what's going on with our children with our own pride. So if my child misbehaves or disrespects me or doesn't follow an instruction, I'm not reacting for their benefit. I'm not reacting in the way that God would react. I'm reacting based on my own pride. How does this make me look? And how, how are they making me feel? And, and, you know, how are they disrespecting me in a way that make, you know, makes me look bad to my friends or whatever? We can't make it a pride issue. Parenting can never be a pride in ourself issue where we're reacting with our own pride, correct? Correct. Yes. And, and expand on that. Yeah, well, I think that actually kind of leads us into myth number 10, which is my child's bad choice means I'm a bad mom. Yeah. That really, those two kind of go hand in hand. Um, and, and in this, again, it's where we're finding our identity. And God says that we are children of God. And so we, uh, motherhood is a part of us, but it's not the whole. And ultimately, our identity has to be found in Christ and not in what our child does or doesn't do. Yeah. And and we have to help them find their identity. So it's not just accolades that they get at school or achievements. I mean, because that ends in a place that's not good by the time you're 50 years old. You, you really want to have a, a peace and a hope and a joy that comes from the fact that God loves you, period. And not, you know, sort of what salary you're earning or whatever else, which is not to say that you don't want to accomplish things and do good things in the world and perform good tasks. It's not that. But you do want to have an identity that is, that is above that or, or beneath that, you know, right? Right. Uh, and I, go ahead. I, I really love I used to watch this uh, show as a child on the PBS channel. Uh, I just call it the painting show. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I it know was. it. I know it. Yes. <laughs> and um, he, he would start with this blank canvas. And he would have this palette of paints. And um, it was very interesting because when he started, it just looked like colors, you know, brush stroke after brush stroke. There's random colors here, there, and everywhere. Um, and slowly you would see uh, maybe a mountain in the distance or a field or a flower in the meadow. And this beautiful picture was being revealed right before your eyes. And I like to think of motherhood just like that because we don't know um, ultimately the overall picture that God is painting mm-hmm. of our child's life, um, but he is, and we don't always see the whole picture, but through our perseverance, um, God is slowly painting this picture that might we might never, ever fully see. Right. I don't know if you've ever seen that viral paragraph about motherhood that says we're all building cathedrals. And sometimes the people that had a part in cathedrals don't even get to live to see the final product because cathedrals can take 600 years to be finished. Every mom is building a cathedral 
And that's how important her work is. Think of how beautiful and wonderful and honoring to God a cathedral is. And so that is a beautiful task. And and I love what you're writing in in this book, Hoodwinked, 10 Myths Moms Believe and Why We All Need to Knock It Off. And you have step-by-step ways and tips about how they can get over that and, 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 I don't know, uh, relax, but also improve their mothering by getting over these myths. So how do people find the book, Ruth? Well, the book is available in stores everywhere. Um, and it is also available on Amazon.com and other bookstores online. Awesome. Hoodwinked. Wonderful. I, I really think it'll be a help to moms because these are myths we need, all need to get over because it will actually help us in our mothering. So God bless you. Thanks so much for being on Channel Mom, Ruth. Thank you. Okay. Have a great day. You too. All righty. I hope that was a help to you. And uh, we got something else really good coming up. Okay. So now we're going to switch gears, and this is something I really enjoy doing. I love to give moms tips that they can apply to their lives that will help them to prosper and to do well, and they'll help their whole household and their children in the process. So every once in a while, I bring on my friend, Michelle Walters, who is the owner of Suburban Denver Properties, which is a residential real estate brokerage and investment firm. And here's the cool thing about Michelle. She is a mother of three. She totally understands the mother's heart and mind, looking for homes, Uh, listing homes, wanting to improve their home. She gives great home improvement tips about what's the best to get the most bang for your buck. So first, I want to welcome Michelle Walters to Channel Mom. Welcome, Michelle. Hello. Okay, so you're going to give some winter advice. I think a lot of people make assumptions about winter, but man, you've got a good tip for people, some economic knowledge that you have about something that's going to change in the market here soon, That you, the advice you want to give to buyers. So go ahead and tell me about that. So if you're thinking about buying... Now is the greatest time to start looking because we believe that mortgage rates are going to go up. Um, the Fed has had rates near zero for seven years, and they've been delaying and delaying and delaying the, the tick up in interest rates, but we think it's going to happen in December, followed by a series of smaller hikes in 2016. So if you've been on the fence about whether it's a good time, I would say Definitely start looking now in the winter. We've had a bit of a lull here in the Denver market. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was crazy in the spring and the summer, and it's kind of balancing out a little bit here. And so take advantage of that before things start ramping up again in the spring. Yeah, take advantage of it because Mm -hmm. people might be willing to list a little bit lower and get in before those rates go up. That's great advice. I mean, even even has me thinking. Okay, so so what about somebody that's preparing to sell their home? And I'm hoping that maybe you'll give them a double bonus. If if they're really thinking, you know, I don't know if winter's the right time to sell um, or if there's just one little thing they think they need to do to just up their value a little Mm -hmm. bit, talk to the person who wants to list their home, the seller. Right. Well, if you're thinking about listing your home, now now is a great time because the people who are looking at homes at this time of year are very serious. You have a lot of relocations going on this year. They're starting on January 1st. So they're not the looky-loo kind of buyer. They're very, very serious and want to want to get a house closed. So um, if you're if you've been on the on the fence about whether or not to list your home at this time of the year, yeah, because I think conventional wisdom says it's low season. You really want to wait until the spring, summer. Um, I would say go ahead and do it now. Um, the the additional piece of advice I would give is to make sure that you've got your home price right out of the gate. We've had a really great market here, and what I've seen is that in the spring and summer, people uh, who are listing their home may have been a little too optimistic oh. and priced a little too high. Um, so don't make that mistake. Price it right out of the gate. Price it right out. And how do they, I mean, just in 30 seconds or less, how do, how do they figure that out? They just look at comps and so on? Well, I would say as a realtor, 
hire a realtor to look at those comps for you. Um, don't go to Zillow. Please don't go to Zillow. Oh, really? Seriously? <laughs> that, that's a, it's a zestimate for a reason. Zillow doesn't know the upgrades you've done in your home. They don't, they don't look at the comps as a realtor would. So hire a realtor. Give me a call. Contact me. I'm happy to help you out. Okay, so that's important because I think a lot of people do go to Zillow. They do, yes. And you think that's a mistake because they may be underselling their home? Correct. Well, either under or over. You don't know. I've seen Zillow go both ways. So you want a price point that can be efficient. So you're not messing around for a year. You don't want to mess around. You don't want to be in a position where you have to keep dropping your price and dropping your price to get people's attention again. Yeah, that's good. Okay, Michelle, how do people find you? www.suburbandenverproperties.com. Suburbandenverproperties.com. And you really have a mission to help people find their dream home. And that doesn't have to be a big fat home, but you want to find the home that matches their personality. I love that about you. And she's a mama, so she understands a mom's heart. Yes, exactly. Well, thanks for being on Channel Mom. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Okay, just a quick reminder. I hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving. So glad that you joined us today. Please remember your value as a mother. Even if all other media is forgetting to tell you how important your job is as a mom michelle understands real estate is just a little part of her life Mm -hmm. motherhood is huge to her Mm -hmm. so please know that we would be nowhere in this world if you weren't taking your job seriously and i know maybe other people are not letting you know that but i know it so thank you for trying to raise your children well please check us out and uh channelmom.com our podcast and let us be a help to you and encouragement We really want to do that, make the world a better place by helping moms mother even better than they already are. So God bless you for that. And think about becoming a Channel Mom partner. Check us out at ChannelMom.com. We have a donate button there. We'd be honored to have you come alongside us and be a Channel Mom partner. And you can get a little bling T-shirt to go with that. So we hope you'll do that. All right. Have a wonderful weekend burning off the calories for Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. God bless you, moms. And uh, tune in next week. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.